Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Except it's not Boyd Matheson today. It's Leah Murray and my good friend Scott Simpson, as we hope to also bring you deeper insight on the news. So, Scott, there's an interesting clash between government and big business that I feel like has been coming for a hot minute, right? Like it's been around for a while. Um, The Department of Justice announced this week that it is bringing a lawsuit against Google. Um, The basis of the lawsuit relates to Google abusing its power over the digital advertising space. And and you know what? I... I tend to be sort of a business. I'm a conservative. I, you know, I've, You're pro I've been business. pro business for a long time, but I have been assaulted by Google ads for long enough that I get, there's an ounce of sympathy that's starting to develop in a guy like me. Got it. You're feeling like maybe it's time. Yeah. Right. Well, well, it just I think big tech in particular is, is, is in the crosshairs of both sides of the ideological spectrum back in D.C., right? Yeah. So we've got James Chernowski, a senior policy analyst in technology and innovation at Americans for Prosperity with us to help us kind of figure all this out, Scott. Welcome to the show, James. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. So can you talk to us, like, what are the circumstances surrounding this lawsuit? Get Bring all of us up to speed. Yeah. So you kind of hit it right on the head right there, right? So the DOJ, along with a bunch of attorneys general for the United States, decided to bring this suit against Google, claiming that it has a monopoly over the digital ad tech space. Um, that it's been abusing its dominance in order to shut out competition and hurt innovation and ultimately harm consumers. Um, and, and that's basically been the focus of this. I, interestingly enough, it's not really the first kind of this case that's been dropped before. Uh, just last year, I want to say it was, uh, where A.G. Reyes, as well as a bunch of other states, also filed an antitrust lawsuit against Google um, with respect to its, ad, its app stores. So um, Google has certainly been in the crosshairs, but so has the tech industry more broadly over recent years. So none of this is really surprising. Uh, but the, this, the central focus here is on whether or not Google is, in fact, a monopoly and, uh, you know, engaging in what would be considered abusive practices to hinder competition in this space. So can I ask you just like the follow up political question? Because you're right. Like you have and the, the Wall Street Journal's got an article talking and it references a 2020 lawsuit that was mostly Republican states. Like you said, our attorney general had signed on to that. But I feel like this case has got I think California, and New York, at least were cited as states filing. Do you think there's a political difference or is it just finally more states are on board? Yeah, I think, well, I think it is still political insofar as that it's politically uh, beneficial to go after the technology companies right now, as you guys kind of insinuated at the outset of your show. Uh, they're very much in the crosshairs of the parties in power uh, in either chamber, uh, certainly on an international scale. Everybody wants their pound of flesh from big tech uh, for one reason or another. So it's not really surprising per se. Um, I just think it's more window dressing as to what are the reasons behind uh, each particular, you know, action that we're seeing develop, whether that's here within the shores of the U.S. or internationally from some of our uh, counterparts in Europe and elsewhere. So I think that there's nothing, uh, nothing surprising. Big tech is just a very popular target. Some of it they've kind of, you know, done themselves, but I think a lot of it is also just because it's politically expedient to do so. I think, um, James, that uh, big tech, big companies, I remember the Microsoft thing, I remember Big Tobacco, you know, have, have got the attention of the, of the government at some point in their lives and, and have been successful at sort of pushing that off for a number of years. But it seems like some of the steam is now building. And, and what, what, I know that you're reporting this, but what, what does Google have? Like, what, do, do they have a chance at knocking this down? Or are they just, at some point, they're, they're going to pay the piper? 
Yeah, I think I think right now, if you're looking at the case, I, I, I think that the DOJ certainly has a, a task at hand for them to go improve the dominance and the harm, because the reality is, is that if you want to go and say that they've somehow harmed competition through increased prices, that's not necessarily true by any stretch of the definition. Uh, prices are low. Part of the reason why Google is dominant in this space is because of the fact that um, their ads are very efficient and it is very you know, cheap and accessible for you to go and monetize your business through those channels. And I also think the other problem here is that we're just treating the ad tech market as the market. Uh, and the reality is that you have multiple mediums in which you can advertise your business for. Part of the reason why it's been so attractive to go online is because it's been so much more efficient and cheaper than going through traditional mediums like, let's say, the newspaper or TV. Um, so I think that there's a lot of mitigating factors here. I think that the market is a lot more competitive. Google in recent years has been losing market share. So it's not so clean. I mean, don't forget, they literally announced this lawsuit the day after Google announced doing 12,000 people layoffs. So it's a little rich uh, in that sense to go and claim that this, this big, powerful company is this monopoly. Meanwhile, uh, the entire tech sector is going through what is a record-setting layoffs spree right now. When you add up all those jobs, it's bigger than the dot-com burst back in the early 2000s. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, that's really interesting, James. I was going to ask you a question, but I feel like I know the answer based on what you were just saying. So do you not buy the government's claim that Google is a monopoly? Or do you feel it's just really good, but there is still a lot of competition in this space? Yeah, what I would say is that I don't think that the, I think the government has a hard case to prove right. because they have to go and show consumer harm. We've been focused on the consumer welfare standard and putting consumers at the front of antitrust concerns. Does a merger go and result in an impact that might harm consumers in a materially bad way? Um, and for the most part in this space, that's not necessarily been the case whatsoever. And I think that it's not that, there, that there's been competition in the past, but I think right now you're butting up with more competition right now whether that's with existing players in the field that are becoming more dominant. Like we always thought that Facebook had the ad tech monopoly too, because they were doing so great until they weren't. Uh, Facebook lost over 67% of its market share in just the past year. And it's struggling to recover from that. So I think that the reality is, is that we're, there's a little bit of this recency bias where we just see these names and we think that they're going to stand the test of time. And the reality is, is that it's a market that's never guaranteed. And there's a lot of new players that are emerging in this space. And I think that there's a lot of, you know, ability for people to go and innovate on the margins and try to go and take away more market share from uh, Google in the in the coming years. James, what should our listeners be looking for as this case progresses? What's next in the news steps as this rolls forward? Yeah, I think it's just to be monitoring for when the trial uh, and the hearings come up, seeing how they go and they file their respective briefs. But all this is going to take time. 
you're talking about the, the to the tune of months. So really just sit back, relax, let everything kind of unfold, and let's just see where the cards fall where they may. Because no matter what happens here, I imagine that this is going to go along for a ride through all kinds of appeals, no matter what happens. And what does this look like? What What is the remedy that uh, that the court may hand down? I mean, is it civil fines? Are they forced divestiture? What What, what will they uh, be dealt? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So what the DOJ is looking for for the remedy is trying to force uh, Google to divest uh, its, its ad tech market. So that way it doesn't control the buying and the selling side of the market. Uh, place for the ad tech business unit that it has. And I think that one of the unintended consequences that people don't realize with that is that Google is literally a company that is 80% of its revenues are driven by its ads that it's selling. Uh, so if you're fundamentally messing with its underlying model, that makes it be the company that it is. Um, if they're forced to divest in that kind of a way, we don't know what the downstream effects of that are for the company itself. Um, you know, that might mean they might do things that might harm uh, privacy or other kinds of things. Uh, as a result of that, they might take down cookies, which might make it harder for us to get relevant ads. Um, so there's there's all kinds of trade-offs that come out of this, right? So I think that we just got to be very careful about how we're analyzing this case when we're looking at this big picture here. All right. Thank you. James Chernowski, Senior Policy Analyst in Technology and Innovation at Americans for Prosperity. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. All right. Coming up next, Scott, we're going to have KSL News Radio's own Lindsay Ertz talk with us about what's happening up on Utah's Capitol Hill.